Welcome to the On The Way podcast. Thanks for tuning in while you are on the way somewhere. At Fincastle Baptist Church, our mission is to know God, grow in God, and live for God. And as you listen, our goal is to give practical applications to learn, grow, and become better disciples of Jesus. In John 14, 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Thank you for joining us as we talk truth and life with each other. Well, welcome to On The Way. I'm Pastor Kevin, and I'm here with Pastor Jeff, and however and wherever you are listening, we're so glad you're tuned in today. Pastor Jeff, I'm so excited about our topic today. Yeah, I am too, and uh, I think I'm going to just go real quick and post about it. Ooh, I see what you did did there. there? That's a tease, as you'll learn out uh, here in a second. (laughs) We, We actually, our topic today actually comes from a question from a listener, Uh, Pastor Jeff April writes us, Mm -hmm. Hi, pastors. How do you think social media should be used in Christians' lives? Do you see any negatives to social media? And if so, what should Christians be wary of? What a great question, April. Thank you so much. And as always, if you have a question or something you'd like to see us discuss, you can reach out to us at OTW at fincastlebaptist.org. But man, Pastor Jeff, what a great question. Social media, it's something whether we really want to admit it or not, just dominates so many people's lives. Oh, it really does. And I I was actually, uh, I just returned from vacation. I was reading a book while I was on vacation Mm. called uh, we get credit for this? Maybe we should uh, not call the name. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You're just <laughs> we'll, reading a book. We'll send him some credit. Yeah. Well, you're reading a book. No, but it's <laughs> it's a great book by the author John Mark Cromer, uh, Comer, and it's uh, the Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And yes, it is, it is a fantastic. That's a great book. book. And one of the things it says is that social media just dominates our lives, and it has a way of creating within us a, a dopamine hit. Really, so it's yeah. almost like an addiction. It can be. Uh, and and actually, the creators of Facebook designed it that way. They wanted to create this this uh, uh, basically a hole that you fall into, and you get this when you get that like or you get that that comment. It's it creates within us. Scientists say a dopamine hit, kind of like a like a like a drug addiction can do. Yeah, there's something even it's a term today called FOMO. Mm-hmm. which stands for the fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. And people are just fearful. Well, I won't know what's happening in right, you know the world right. or in people's lives. And uh, I think it's true. So our question was, how do you think social media should be used in Christian lives? I love that she didn't ask, should social media mm, be me used too. in Christian lives? Because uh, what that tells me is that April wants to use the tools that she has maybe for somehow promoting the gospel and sharing the gospel. And and I believe that that's one of the ways that we can use social media. It is kind of a <laughs> a necessary evil, I guess, in these days, because uh, it's, it's a way, a great way to reach a huge audience. Well, I think it's, you know, it's really a double-edged sword, right? Like yeah. a lot oh, of yeah. things. There's yeah. pros to it. There's cons to it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's to use another illustration, it's kind of like money. Mm-hmm. Money is not evil. 
the Bible says the money can be the root of all evil. Right, but money right. in and of itself, it's neutral. I can do good things with it. I can do bad things with it. Correct. Television. Yeah. Television in and of itself is not evil. My computer in and of itself is not evil. My cell phone <laughs> in and of itself is not evil. It yeah. can be used for good or bad. And I think mm-hmm. technology in the same way, technology can, when we think of it, Sometimes we think negatively. It can disconnect us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how many times have we both been out to eat, and Uh you see a family out to eat, and they're not communicating with one another. They're all on their cell phones while waiting for the waiter or waitress to bring the food. Maybe they're communicating with each other via cell phone. (laughs) Hey, texting, pass me the salt. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) just ask, you know, the salt's right there. (laughs) But no, you're right. It is a double-edged sword. And I think, you know, let's talk about some of the positives that it can bring into our life, because I do think that Christians, we've been placed in this day, in this age, with this technology for a purpose. I don't think we should shy away from it. I think we should be careful with it, and we'll address that in a minute, but I think it can bring us together, actually. And I think in in the case of our church, yeah. we use our church, for example, we use technology and social media to unite at least three counties in this area with our multi-site model that we use. And not to mention that every Sunday, it's always humbling to me when they Mm. give us the statistics in staff meeting. Every Monday morning in staff meeting, we get the statistics from our media team. How many people were viewing the service via social media? Yeah, and how many countries? And and how many countries? It's it's amazing. So so really, it... It can be useful in a Christian's life because it can help us grow in God. It can help yeah. people come to know God. Yeah, it could it help can. us. I know I was just the other day communicating with one of our mission partners in India mm. using yeah. you know technology. You know, there's different apps we can use right, or right. direct messaging apps we yeah. can use. You know, years ago those tools weren't available. Right, yeah. So I think specifically social media, her question, I think it can be used, as you said, for for good. And yeah, it, absolutely. and for family maybe that lives out of state. You know, I yeah. think of I think of my one of you know, I think of my grandchildren that, mm-hmm. you know, can I can FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah. And that's an and amazing they live thing. States and states and states away, right. halfway across the, the country, they that, live. You know, we could never do that before. Right, right. exactly. Yeah, it, it's connected us in a in a greater way than than we've ever been connected before, and that in itself can also be a negative. Yeah, I don't think we need to fear technology. <clears throat> right. We just need to use it biblically, mm-hmm. uh, like everything else in our life. It, it, it's just a tool that can help us. And so how do we use it? We can yeah. use it to encourage others. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, a lot of times we use technology. If we use social media rightly, we can use it to encourage others. And then obviously we can use it to give a word of testimony about what God's doing in mm-hmm. our life. Too many times though, and I get what the listener's question is, so yeah. many times it's not necessarily, it's not extending peace, if you will. Well, I would people. say the person who is using it in in that way, that is actually using it for good and doing, mm. is probably in the minority. Yes, on that platform, yeah. because you know, it, and we'll we'll just say Facebook and, and Instagram, and you get on those things, and sometimes they're, it's very negative. Yeah, and it's it's just a place sometimes to just bash people, and and one of the things that 
that personally a pet peeve of mine is it, it's so easy to be brave behind a keyboard. Mm, yes. <laughs> it really is so easy to, to stand up for, you know, whatever social thing you want to stand up for behind a keyboard. But then when it actually comes to actually putting legs to that, oh, we're a little, we're a little bit shyer, you know, we're a little bit less likely to stand up for that. And so for the Christian, I think, you know, for us, we can use this to expand our influence, expand our light in the darkness of this world. Well, and then the second part of our question was, do we see any negatives? And if so, what should Christians be wary of? Mm, That's a good question. The answer is yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we see some negatives. Next question. And we've we've touched on some of the negatives. We have, yes. We have. And I think what we should be maybe wary of is allowing whether it be social media or anything, to mm. control us. Right. The Bible right. says we're to be controlled by the Spirit. Yes. And when we're not controlled by the Spirit, bad things happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so whatever it could be, whether yeah, it be vegging yeah. out and sitting in front of the television for hours, <laughs> yeah. whether it yeah. be food controlling us, what other... Mm-hmm. We don't think of social media, but can be, as you mentioned at the beginning, addictive yeah, definitely. And I mean, sociologists, psychologists, scientists have proven that today. Absolutely. And just like, you know, a drug or alcohol can be addictive, anything that is addictive is probably something that Christians should be wary of. Right. Except coffee. Coffee's okay. <laughs> uh, coffee is it's bitter water only... for bitter people. <laughs> That's what I say coffee is. Bitter water for and bitter we people. we just lost some listeners. Yeah, yeah. Now the emails will really increase. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, it's the only acceptable Christian uh, 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 addiction. Uh, in coffee. case you can tell, I don't drink coffee. And and aren't you glad for that, I, Pastor I Jeff? I am. He is hyper enough as it is. We do not need him on caffeine. Yeah. So, so for for a Christian to be wary of social media, yeah. it's something we don't think about often. The, the mm. Christian that would never think of being addicted to maybe drugs right, right. will spend an inordinate amount of time yeah. scrolling through Instagram or mm. Facebook. And even now on our phones, most phones will give you a weekly report. Yeah. And if people look at it, <laughs> it would be shocking. It would be shocking yeah. the amount of time that they've spent <clears throat> on that app. And I think I think what what maybe if we boil down kind of what you're saying mm. is that social media and technology has a way of distracting us. Mm. It has a way of drowning out God's voice in our mm. life. You know, as you get into that and you start looking into that and you're 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 paying so much attention to who's liking your posts and mm. who's who's commenting on your posts and what are they saying and how do I respond to that? It's noisy. It's very noisy and and I think a lot of times we don't take the time to shut off that noise long enough to hear God speaking to us. I know for me I've noticed that I get a lot of notifications on my phone. And I've been working uh, to slowly kind of eliminate those and, and take some of those apps that are notifying me and just stop the notifications because I don't need to know when John Doe from California stubs his toe on social media. 
And that's what connects us, and, and it causes us to it, it it distracts us from what's most important. And I think as a Christian, as we utilize social media, the, one of the things that we need to be wary of is that it's going to distract us, and it's going to attract our attention away from the things that ought to be the most important in our life. And and what are those things? Well, Matthew twenty two says that we should love God with mm. all our heart, all our soul, and all our mind. That's the most important thing in life. And I guess that's in the in the few minutes that we have left. Maybe that's where I'd like to steer our discussion. Is what are some practical pointers mm. for you know families? You know, maybe maybe uh, somebody that has children. They're trying to decide when should I allow my uh, son or daughter to have a social media account. Mm, that's a good you know question. which social media accounts should they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think the first thing I would maybe suggest here is even before it gets to your kids is spouses must give access mm. to one another for their for all their accounts. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't you want your spouse to know your Facebook login? Mm. Why wouldn't you want your spouse to know the email password? Why wouldn't you want your spouse to have the access code on your phone? Mm. I mean, when we see marriages that fall <laughs> apart, yeah, how many yeah. times have you and I both counseled mm. with people, well, I caught up with an old friend from high school. Well, how did you first catch uh-huh. up with them? Yep. They messaged me on whatever, on Facebook whatever, whatever or social media, Instagram, they direct messaged me, whatever, yeah. and... I think that's the number one thing, I guess, encouragement I would give is spouses, you have to have complete access Mm -hmm. to your spouse's phone because Mm. it's an accountability thing, I think, which is good. And also it eliminates maybe any suspicion that he or she may has. Yeah, yeah. And I think think if you don't... It creates suspicion. Correct. And it ought to, because I think it that should. should raise some flags in your mind. Yes. Well, hang on. Why why not? Yeah. Maybe they're looking at something they shouldn't be looking at. And and look, I mean we the stuff comes up, right? You're scrolling right. through and it's gonna pop up. You can't right. control that. Right. But when you dwell on that, that's when it becomes a problem. So I think it's that. And then mm-hmm. as it relates to parents and kids, <laughs> yeah. I would think that my I guess my second pointer is parents must reserve the right to Check the tech, okay? You as the parent, you need to have the right. You know, I guess I'm going to go old school and sound like my dad here. My house, my rules. You know what I mean? Okay. My way or the highway. Uh, Yeah. You know, (laughs) it's an authority figure to Mm -hmm. me. And too many parents give their 15 or 16-year-old free access to social media. Well, you wouldn't say, well, come home whenever you want to on Friday night. You would establish some boundaries. You would have a curfew. In the same way as it relates to social media, you've got to establish some boundaries, and you need to reserve the right to to check. Uh, Do you know if your middle school or high school student, or even now elementary school student, Mm -hmm. has a TikTok account? Yeah, exactly. Well, you should. Right. And you should have the login information. Exactly. You know, yes. not only spouses, but I mean, with it comes to our children. And I think it comes down to Pastor Jeff, in the culture in which we live, it's hard today. It, mm-hmm. It's difficult. But 
as a family, we also got to establish some technology-free zones. Mm-hmm. We talked about the family going out to eat, right. and they're all there. Whether yeah, that be yeah. at the dinner table, whatever it is mm-hmm. for your family, or you know, after a certain during these hours, we're not going to be on our phone. I mean, what, whatever. And and dad, mom, you got to lead the way, right? You got to yeah. be the example. Okay, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> ten years from now, is it really going to matter? Right. What they posted on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Is it really going to matter who liked it and who didn't like it? Right. What's probably going to matter is the people that you live with and the people mm. in your family. So I guess that's just some practical things uh, that I would suggest uh, yeah. to April and to other listeners. Yeah, I have a couple as well. I mean, I think it, it, what we have to understand, though, is that if you don't have a plan, so what are the, what's the old th- saying, you know, a, a failure to plan is planning to fail, yes. right? Yes. If you don't have an action plan for your family as it relates to technology, as it relates to social media, you can almost guarantee that it will be abused and yes. that it will not be used correctly. And we as Christians, as you said earlier, are not to be controlled by that thing. We're to be controlled by the Spirit and led by the Spirit and to walk in step with the Spirit. And so how do we do that? We have to have a plan. We have to have an action plan to make that happen. And and we actually have uh, here, and, and if any of our listeners are interested in this, feel free to send us an email. We'll send it to you. Uh, this is just some some eight, seven or eight questions that you can sit down with your family and ask. It's called Questions to Ask About Technology. And it's, it's seven or eight questions with some scriptures and some practical tips to fight that particular a distraction that those questions are bringing up. And it's it's a good thing. We've done it with our family, and, and honestly, it's very convicting because I'll ask the question, and in my mind, God says, hey, you have a problem here, not your kids. Maybe they do, but I'm tapping you on the shoulder here. So it's, it's kind of talking to myself, but you've got to have that plan to begin with. And, and as Christians, we want to use technology and not let technology use us. And I think that's probably the way to wrap up our discussion. Yeah. That's the key. Technology, social media uh, is not going away. No. no. And so God allows us to live in this time and this year yes. in where we live. Right. And he wants us to leverage whatever we can for the sake of the gospel. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a great point you made is to have – us use technology, right? Not technology that's use right. us. Yeah, and I think that. What other just last little tidbit? I mean, that that's such a great, just brick of wisdom there, Pastor Jeff. But when we think of this this topic, mm. what what is maybe a final word or something that you would have to the listener? Well, I think I think that we're we're looking to fill up something inside of us. That's that's why we look for those distractions. That's why we look. Uh, if we're not getting filled up with our spouse, sometimes we'll mm. look elsewhere to fill that void. You know, if we're not being filled by this particular thing, we look somewhere else. And so we look to social media a lot of times to fill a void in our life. And so I think as Christians, we should be filling that void with a delight in Jesus, mm. and not. Our, our, a, a digital delight, you know, and, and it is fun to be on social media, and it's it's 
I'm not saying that I don't do it. I get on social media a lot, and I look at it a lot. I'm trying to limit how much I do throughout the day because I know that it's a big distraction and a big time waster for me. But I, I think, truthfully, we become what we worship. You know, I think A.W. Tozer said that. And so I, I want to encourage you as the listener, fill up that that void that you have in your life that you're filling with digital with your digital hunger. Fill that up with a delight in Jesus. That's a great word. And again, thank you for the question. And uh, we would love to hear from you, the listener. And it would just mean the world to Pastor Jeff and I if you would rate, review, and share this podcast. However you're consuming the content, we work hard each month. Remember, new episode drops on the first Monday of the month. And every now and then, we add a bonus episode in there. And so thanks for listening. Have a great day. You have been listening to On The Way. Do you have a question for Fincastle Baptist Church? Feel free to email us at otw at fincastlebaptist.org. Thank you for joining us while you've been On The Way.